Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Ariana. And I'm Wanda. And today we're going to be doing our second part of our uh, <laughs> judgment podcast. Um, I'm not sure why you're laughing. <laughs> you, have, you have your mic at like the perfect height and the perfect setup every time. <laughs> it's just funny. Okay, funny. You're just funny. Mm-hmm. It's just like last night when you were laughing at how I was drinking the Gatorade. You found because it funny. You, you drank it like you just ran a marathon. <laughs> what if I did? But you didn't. What if I did? Did you ever notice that Stevie prances? Yeah. It's very funny. I just noticed that he walked over there. Anyway, yes, this is the second part of our judgment uh, conversation. It's not a series. It's just way, there a two parter. Judgment Day. Yes, there is. I'm sure there's other movies about judgment this as judgment as well day. but um we got a lot of a lot of feedback from our first one um a ton of positive feedback about how people really related to a lot of the things that we were saying and then you know you always get those my mom likes to call them the piss in your cornflakes types yeah. piss on your cupcakes i'm having a bad day so i'm pissing in your cornflakes so you're sad and have soggy flakes and there were people that felt it necessary to say to me, well, I've seen you have judgment towards a lot of people. Yeah, because there are people because there are people that I know or have affected my day-to-day life. And I made it a specific point to say, yes, you, did, you can't Ma. have that much judgment unless you've had an interaction with the person. And a lot of the people that I do judge, and I said everyone judges, including myself and yourself, mm-hmm. is because I've had an interaction with them, and it hasn't been a good interaction. Yeah, so you're you're not... And you also see patterns. It's just like I said, I always feel like, especially in the world we live in today, everyone likes to be that aha uh-huh, or that gotcha person that they'll be like, oh, people think that what you did is good. Gotcha. Because you know what? You're not that good. I know that you're not that good. And like people were asking me about specific people that I have judged and been vocal about. Um, those are people, as I said, that I have known and that are impactful on my day-to-day life. I went more into detail over on my uh, Snapchat about some things. So if you guys want to check that out you can too um but yeah you're not humiliating me and if if you honestly wanted me to sit here and name names of people that I judge that I have the right to judge maybe I'll do that if you want that I'll do it but um I think judgment is also one of That's those another thing, and sorry I'm not big on those um you know little slangs that everybody uses nobody has to give anybody receipts for things Sometimes you just have to take it at face value. Like, I had a car accident. Really did. Okay? <laughs> like, I don't like this person because I had a bad situation with them. Really did. You don't have to constantly prove yourself to people. And this nonsense that, like, well, show me. Prove it. What does that do for you? You, you, you get it. What do you do? It gives your ass a giggle. Like, you, you feel a little tickly inside. You get the feels. I mean, like, and I hate that, too. That's another one. I want gone. Oh, wait, they give me the feels. Like, seriously? But I think that's what, what happens a lot today is people don't want to own up to things because then they have to provide the fact that it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going through it right now. We have to prove there actually is a COVID virus. Walk into any hospital. You'll see it's alive and well and killing people, okay? So if you want to have that attitude like it's not real or they're just doing that to scare us, well... You know what? 67,600 and something people in the United States say different because they can't say anything anymore because they're dead. Yeah, we've become, like I said, that we've become that type of society. Like every little thing, it's like, prove, prove it. it. Show me. Do this. You know what? Anything that anybody has going on in their life, that's up to them when they want to prove anything. And no one has to. You don't owe anybody anything. Always and remember I, that. What I, what I don't understand is 
how does it affect you? Mm-hmm. Okay, I had a situation recently on my Facebook where someone said they went someplace and somebody else said, did you go to this place there? And they said no. And they asked, did you go here? And they said no. And they said, well, did you actually even go there? Like, do you have pictures? And I thought, whether they went there or not isn't the issue. Even if they didn't go there, they're saying they went there and actually not going there didn't affect you at all. At all. So let it go. Yeah, maybe that should be a, a continuous conversation for our future podcast. We've talked about being really affected before. But really getting into the things of like, what are things that people say that literally should not affect you at all? And I don't enjoy... I mean, there's a lot of things that people do that affects everyone mm-hmm. and will affect Right, everyone. that's the, the cause and effect. The cause and effect thing. But there are other things that, like, if I get up this morning and I decide, instead of having cereal for breakfast, I'm going to have pizza. And I get a thousand people saying to me, well, pizza's not a good breakfast. It didn't affect you. It affected no one except me. That is not a trickle-down effect. I was recently talking about um, different pool toys, like floaties and stuff that I have. And someone's like, do you have like this? Like, can you show us that you actually have that? Because like, I've never seen one like that. Are you out of your fucking mind? It, it gets you sound, really, You sound clowny. Really ridiculous. And you know that the motive behind it, and no one will dispute this. You can dispute mm-hmm. it all you want. The motive behind is... She doesn't really have that. He didn't really do that. He doesn't really like her. She doesn't really like him. She's not really nice. He doesn't really want to know her. It, mm-hmm. what, what is that mentality? What's wrong in your own life that's lacking You're so lacking somewhere. You and whenever you do those kinds of things, you have to realize whether you want to deny it or not, it is because you're lacking somewhere. And like I said, I got a bunch of people that want to be up in all aspects of my business. And it's just so you could be the first one to say, oh, I know this. Stop. And guess what? Even if you did you find get out something, nothing. the heavens don't open up and the gracious gods don't come down and say, oh, you found out some secret about somebody, you get to live life forever. You don't get any reward. No. So, so getting back though to judgment and what we were talking about is, I think judgment can serve you in both a positive and a negative way because sometimes... I have found situations, especially with like some people from my past, that I thought I had good judgment about. I thought I knew these people. And my judgment served me completely wrong. I think that there are things, though, that do hinder your judgment. I think your judgment will always be hindered in a relationship. Love. I Love hinders judgment all the time. But hand-in-hand with judgment is intuition. Mm-hmm. Your gut. And let me tell you something. I had been in situations before where my gut told me, run, run now, run fast, and I didn't. And that is something that I am still disappointed with myself in. Always, above all else, above your judgment, your personal feelings, go with your gut. If something in your gut says, this isn't good, you need to look into why it's saying it isn't good. Because think of how many things you do during the day that you don't even think twice about. You just do them. They're instinctual. You're like, even if it's something like cutting your hair, dyeing your hair. If you don't think about it, you just go and do it. Nothing wrong. But if you have a gut feeling like, oh, if I do this, like, am I really going to like it? Or like I said, ignoring red flags in relationships, which I had previously been the queen of ignoring red flags in relationships. Um, It is something where you need to put your judgment aside. You need to put your feelings aside and just listen to your intuition. 
And if you have someone in your life, like a friend, a mom, a sister, that has fairly good judgment, run it by them and don't dismiss it because their judgment isn't the same as yours. And that's the thing I think we as people tend to do. You see it all the time now, again, on social media, is because you don't agree with somebody, you are automatically in the wrong. I come across this situation a lot because I've always said, people don't like me, and they're like, you're being mean. No, I'm being honest. People like to dispute things that don't align with their own personal thoughts. Myself included, I've been this person. You know, I like to consider myself uh, reformed in a lot of ways with a lot of my behaviors. Not everything, but some of them. Um... Here's another thing. Um, we always talk about the show 90 Day Fiance. We do. Where, you know, most times it's a relationship that they're carrying long distance, and then they eventually meet the person, and some things go wrong, some things go well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they actually marry, and it all goes fine. Yeah, they've had actually a, a lot of success That's on 90 Day Fiance. Right. But um, the thing that sticks in my mind is there's two people currently on the 90 Day Fiance. One is a man, one is a woman. The man lives miraculously in Las Vegas, and so does the woman. So I don't know. What I don't know what goes on there. But the man uh, has been carrying a seven-year relationship with a Ukrainian-Russian woman that he does not actually speak to. He pays to like DM her on a website. They do not speak on a phone. They don't FaceTime. They don't even email each other. Right, and he can only reach her through this app. He has gone to her country four times, and four times she has not shown up. But he's gone it all four times. He has made arrangements for her to come to his state, Nevada. No, nothing happens. She doesn't come. And finally, after the last straw, if you've watched the show, you know what happened. If mm-hmm. you didn't, I'm going to give you a little synopsis. He came home, and his friend is like, we're worried about you. You can't keep doing this. It's not right. It's not good. And he's like, but I know she's the one. I know she loves me. And I'm going to hire a private investigator. Which is a good thing. Smart, smart move. And one would think hiring a private investigator who, that's what they do for a living. They dig up the dirt, they find the facts, they expose people. So he hires a private investigator in Russia so he could actually do the work in Russia. He sends her all the information he has and he has a friend here in the United States that speaks Russian. So she comes to help translate between the Russian um, private investigator and himself. And the private investigator tells him there is no, she uses that same picture with a thousand names, doing this to a thousand different men. That's how she makes her living. She may actually be that person, but But she she doesn't use any, she just uses the same picture. It's always the same picture, but a different story, different profession, different, And that, you know, he's being scammed and he's just cut his losses and move on. And now he tells the woman that is helping him no, that's not true. I know her. She would never do that. She does, She only has one website, one picture, one name, blah, 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 blah. So now you paid for the facts. You got the facts. The and facts you're still you ignoring face, it. And you're still ignoring it. Bad. That is what you call super bad, stupid judgment. And then there's another woman. Um, she has this boyfriend who supposedly, there were, red, first of all, in both these situations, there are not just red flags. They are. There are red banners. Fire a work, parade stop signs everything. you know this this woman she has this boyfriend first of all normal people are named william his name is williams with an s um he supposedly lives in england and when she went to make several flight arrangements she was like what airport and he's just like england 
Now, anybody that has flown there, you know, you usually go to Heathrow. Right. That's just there common sense. There are others. Like and then he gave this other airport that, like, does not exist. Like, not even a real airport. But that's besides the fact. And then um, she was on her way to go to meet him. And his Instagram completely changed. Um, all of the pictures gone. And it was now a Nigerian account. Now, if you don't know this, this is a fact. Um, Nigeria is, like, the number one scam capital in the world. Like, the world. They top the thing there um so she now is like this has to be something different like something they hacked him now let me tell you something then it it gets even crazier so then this person contacts her and is threatening to leak obviously she sent this guy nudes which i don't recommend that to do people don't even if you know the person don't do it um and threatening, if you don't give me X amount of money, like, I'm going to leak these pictures. So then another person contacts her saying she's his friend, William's friend. And that's exactly what happened. His stuff got hacked, whatever. So now, because her kids are kind of around my age, you know how to do certain things. So they come over and they're like, listen, we're going to do a Google image search of all of the pictures that he has sent to you or that are on his Instagram. Now, I do highly recommend if you are in any sort of online internet relationship with somebody, not as a sign of distrust, but you do this just so you're smart. You take the pictures, you drag them onto your computer, and you drag them from the folder, you drag it into the Google search bar. It will show you if this picture has showed up anywhere on the internet, including from an actual person that could have posted it. So they take like three different photos, and they all come up as stock photos and stock photos are basically just photos of a a random model that are used for a variety of things sometimes for ads sometimes fit and i would assume that's what these were and she's like no it has to be something different than what it is so they're like okay let's do another picture and it just kept coming up to and she's like i don't know why he would do this i don't think that he would like still so much in denial that your own feelings and judgment has completely clouded the fact that you can't see that you are and being that's taken. Why we say love always puts you in bad, bad judgment. Love will go well beyond what would be your normal, intelligent, good judgment. And in those situations, the best bet is, and I have been in some really fucked up past situations, but the best thing that you can do is realize, especially in a situation like that, that was never really going to be your life or a part of your life. It's very easy to move on from because it was never going to be. It was like you were acting on a TV show. It was not real. It is not something to be upset about and to hold on to and to have it hinder the rest of your life. But there is also situations where people, I think, again, judge you more or less based on what you are to them. Because you talked about in the previous podcast, you didn't realize that your own family was judging you as much as they were. Sometimes we as people don't realize our friends are judging us more than we thought because, you know, again. Well, that's another thing that leads to bad judgment, peer pressure. Yes, exactly. Peer can make you make bad decisions and have bad judgment because you don't want to be different than your friends. You don't want your friends to not be your friends anymore. You don't want your friends to think you're not cool. And you and you want to know something? That doesn't even know. It used to be just, you know, young kids, elementary school, middle school, high school. You now have adult peer pressure that sometimes even adults, I have seen adults succumb to things. Even something as stupid as, and I'm not calling this stupid, so if you partake in these things, I'm not here to judge you on that. 
even like think about the things people share on Facebook with you know the quizzes like to get to know you like this like for like all of that stuff people then feel pressure like okay especially now we're in the the quarantine situation and there's all those Instagram challenges everybody feels pressure like I have to do the 30 day song challenge because you know Jessica and Mary and Helen and so and so and so and so like they all did it so I have to do it too I see it and you see it again around people that are older than right, my mother's that's age. It's not that harmful. No. It's not good judgment, but it's not that harmful. But your friends it's so easy. pressure you into other things that are harmful. Especially when you are in a yeah, younger right. situation, pressure you into, you know, drinking, doing drugs. Because everybody has that friend that goes, like, really hard, that really just lets it all go, and they get blackout drunk or they whatever. They're always going to be the one that's like, oh, come on, have another, you know, six shots or whatever. You'll be fine. You'll do this, you know. You have to be the person in that situation to use your good judgment to say, you know what, this is not the best situation for me to be doing this in. This and is you not. And remember, even children know right from wrong. So you can't always use the excuse, well, I was young. Mm-hmm. Babies know right from wrong. Now, so. another situation where I believe you have to use your own judgment is when it comes to meeting people. Because 10 other people had a not-so-great experience meeting somebody, whether it be a famous person or not. I'm speaking about regular people. That doesn't mean that that's going to be your experience. And a lot of the times through, too, through past relationships and friendships, People will say to you, oh, you don't want to know this person. They're a bitch. They're phony. They're this. They're going to talk about you. They're going to do this. And then you get a, a turn to meet that person and to know that person. And you're like, how could anybody say that about somebody? So you can't let just your friends or random people influence your judgment towards another person, especially when it comes to just meeting somebody. You know, there's a lot that's always out there about other people. We live in a world where there's a lot of information about everybody. And I think the best way to get information is to base it off of yourself and your interaction with that person. Don't worry about what a hundred other people have said of that person. Worry about your relationship with that person. Because every relationship you have with somebody is going to be different. So you can't base, you know, your best friend's opinion on meeting you know a new friend don't base your opinion on what they think because that's their experience they could be the type of personality type that just doesn't get along with another person they could be too different too similar those are all factors i think that come into situations and how many times have you seen a person and people you know be like oh my god they're the biggest fucking bitch you don't want to talk to them you'll probably hate them and then you wind up not liking that person because someone else or how said about it. You're a bunch of guys. You're in a locker room. You leave the locker room. You see this girl, and the guy's like, "Oh, don't talk to her. She's stuck up. She, you know, she's got a million guys after her. She'll never go out with you." And she's the girl that's sitting home every Saturday night because that reputation has has just followed her, her, right? And she's just not that girl. She's actually shy. I can't tell you how many times people have said to me, "Oh my God, I really liked you in high school, but I was too nervous to ask you because you were pretty and you were sweet, and I thought you have a million boyfriends." Don't go by what the masses are telling you. Get to know the person on your right. own Right, your level. best bet is don't ever believe other people's stories about others. Your best information comes from that person. Right. But as people, we like to just look, see, judge, and then we have and our opinion. snap judgment. Yeah, snap judgment. Really serve you well. Not a good thing <laughs> at all. Um, it's, uh, here's another reason. We were just talking about it today. Judgment on, like, restaurants. And places where you get your food, whether it be grocery store, whatever. 
You have to use your own judgment, I think, because restaurants, just like clothes, just like people, very personal things. Very subjective. And just because you saw something, you're like, oh, this looks like it wouldn't be that good. That's, again, you making a judgment about something you've never experienced. And I have a really hard time with people that make judgments about things that they've never experienced. Oh, I would never, you know, skydive. I would never dye my hair. I would never... Well, how, why would you say that if you've not ever done those things? You need to have experience to open your mouth. At I least that's my opinion. I don't think a lot of people food, think that way. People, they're like, I never, ever would eat fast food. Well, folks, here we are in quarantine. A lot of people that have never eaten fast food have been almost forced to eat fast food because there's limited quantities. It's not easy to get in certain areas. Um, I was speaking to someone the other day. They said, you know, they don't like to give their children fast food. But they discovered that there's a lot of fast food restaurants out there who have nice choices and they enjoyed it. So that's a snap judgment. Um, regular restaurants, like you were saying, people say, oh, I went there and the line was so long and I had to wait mm-hmm. and that just turned me off from the restaurant. Everybody in every situation is not going to have the same experience. And you cannot count out a restaurant or a person based on one thing. You can never say, see, I always thought this was bad too. You take restaurant critics or um, movie, movie critics. critics. They see it once. They go to the restaurant once. Maybe that was an off day. And you say, well, it's a big restaurant. They shouldn't have an off day. But sometimes they do. They're human like everyone go else. And have a second or third meal. Try it again. If you went to a store and you had a bad experience with a salesperson, Go a different day. Meet another salesperson. See if then you like it. And especially with movies, I have found that movies are so subjective. We all have a favorite genre that we love, and we all have a genre we don't like. But give it a try, because sometimes you'll watch it, and there'll be something about the movie that just mattered. And if you don't like that kind of movie, I don't think you really should judge it, because it's not your thing. Exactly. Like we were talking about this morning. Um, today's May the 4th when we're taping this, which is it's Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. And if you are celebrating it, I hope you're happy and I hope you're having a good time and I hope you like what I'm about to say. I think as a society, we've become, again, those people that we have to kind of fit in or be cool about it. And we're usually back, I'm not, back in the day, People, like, judged the people that, like, liked Star Wars. Like, you were considered nerdy, geeky. Like, no one liked you. You were a loser. But now, because it's kind of been more mainstream, and now with, you know, Baby Yoda and The Mandalorian, you're cooler if you like it. And I think now it kind of sucks to be those people that have liked it from the beginning and are true fans and have a passion for the series, and now all of you are just bandwagoning on it and you don't have to take the shit that these people took for years. Because I know some people, both girls and guys, that have taken so much shit for liking Star Wars. And now it's kind of like, oh, well, it's okay because it's cool. And now we don't judge people based on that because, like, oh, everyone likes Star Wars. And that's not the truth because here I said, I don't love Star Wars. Speaking of which, <laughs> you know, like, like I said, if you, I'm not a person that enjoys science fiction. I watch them. I'm not real hard on them because it's not my thing. I just so don't, I don't understand it. Right. Because I don't really like them. And if I watch it, I watch it. By the way, last night I watched two fantastic movies in a row. What did you watch? My Best Friend's Wedding. Of course. 
and St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, I love that movie. They were on back to back. And I have to tell you, I, I love live that. for those movies. Um, but anyway, I, I just think that, you know, I'll give an example. In my life, I always made very good judgment with men. Most of the time. I can't say always. Okay, I had one relationship where, again, I was young. I'm not using that as an excuse. He was older. That was the excuse because he should have known better, but he didn't. And I went away to college with, like, a broken heart, basically. And then I broke someone else's heart in college. So kind of even the score, <laughs> but not the same person. But usually I had very good taste in men. Every so often I would find myself in a situation with a guy who just went rogue on me. <laughs> went where, rogue. You know, I thought, okay, we're on a couple of dates. We have a nice kind of relationship here going. I'm not ready to be your girlfriend. I'm not ready to hop in bed. I'm not ready for any of those things. Let's see where this goes. And they went full force. Talk about the force be with you. They were Jedi speed. They just... And my judgment at that point was like, this is never going to get better and I got out of it rapidly. Now, some of my friends, including people that I, I care deeply about, said to me, oh, but you, you only gave it a little bit of a chance, you know, just because they moved faster than you. No, I used my gut feeling and saw this was headed to crazy town and it wasn't going to get better. Mm -hmm. So I removed myself from the situation. So again, going back to relationships, those will always do you in and I do not think it is fair to go on one date and be like, oh, no, never, uh-uh. He, you know, he chewed funny or he didn't use a straw. You know, I've heard all kinds of crazy things that men and women come up with during dating that turns them the other way. I think every person deserves at least two dates before you make any kind of real judgment on them. And I always did that. I always went on a more than one date with someone except for one person because the date was so bizarre. I was like, there's no coming back from this. There's, I'm not going to come out of this second date without either being kidnapped or something. It just went so bizarre. And, you know, that's how you have to look at it. But in most cases, you have to give people a couple of chances. Even if they screw up one or two or three times, sometimes you just got to give them that extra chance because they're nervous too. Especially, in but then you see what a lot of the time happens is you have people that get in your ear, sometimes friends or whatever, and they haven't even met the person, and they'll judge them and be like, "It's probably because they're like lying to you and they're doing this." And again, they're making a judgment on somebody. It goes right back to the same thing: you cannot judge people that you don't know. Do people do it? Yes. Should you do it? No. What I think you can judge, and I think this is how we'll probably close that. Unless mm -hmm. you want to talk about some bad judgment calls you made. What you can do is, when you go out on a date, or you're meeting somebody in business or whatever, was there anything, say to yourself, was there anything that made me feel super uncomfortable? Was it something they said? Was it the way they looked at me? Right. Was it how I met them? If none of those things happen, that's still a green light. If you met them and they were not exactly what you like to work with in business, or hang out with, or have in a relationship, that's not a red flag, that's a caution. Right. Okay? If you meet them, and they say, oh, you know, I looked you up on Facebook, and I Googled you, and, and I did this, and this, and this, 
it's that's a red flag because you should do that in private. You shouldn't tell the person you Googled them, you stalked them, you knew them, whatever. Do you ever see people yes. on like reality shows and stuff like I Googled you before I yeah, got here? And you're like, them. don't tell them that. If they take you somewhere out of the way, if they try to do some strange things, those are the red flags. But not everything is a red flag. And I think we're smart enough now through the internet and through everything that's on television and everything that we see to know a red flag is way different than caution. And if you only had a caution flag, give it a second time. I think that's a really good thing to do. But Don't like I said. Anything else that you've had bad judgment um, I've had bad judgment on people based off of things that other people have told me. And just kind of like snap things, judged on things that they've said or done. Um, my my judgment is not always the best. I'll be very honest about well, that. Well, because you're an impulse person. Yes, very impulsive. Um, I mean, that happens to me all the time. I've made snap judgments oh, on buying things. There we go. Impulse there's where something That's that I the can. Worst. There's something that I can really, really relate on um, and feel fine talking about. Because, um, like I said, I feel fine talking about basically everything. But then you're gonna have the people that are like, well, what about how you judge this person? What about I, I don't want to do that. So yeah, I have made a lot of snap judgment when it comes to buying certain things. Things that I will then, like a week later, be like, why did you do this? Um, there was a time where I thought I like wanted to wear maxi skirts, so I bought like six. Have I worn them? No. I don't even like them and wound up giving them away. I, like them. I don't like them. They. I'm not a sister wife. You don't have to be a uh, sister wife. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Being a sister wife is not negative either. No, it's like not. I like the sister wives. It's just like a, a terminology because I think if I used the actual thing that I was referencing, people would like want to punch me because apparently there's a lot of them in this world, not sister wives. The sister wives are fine. And again, I feel whatever lifestyle works for you, do you? That's fine. But... um. Oh, I have done some really impulsive shit to my hair, like cutting it. Don't do it. I don't mess around with my hair. I don't do it. No, I've messed around with a bunch of different things with myself. I've cut my hair. I, one time, because I've always wanted to be blonde, and I was not born that way, and I was younger, and I was like, I want to be blonde. I want to be blonde. So I did do what everyone did at the time. I put sun in my hair, and my hair turned orange. I cannot believe that sun in it still exists. It's like, still a thing. It was a thing when and I And understand, was here's the best thing. I put it in my hair, and I went outside. It was in the pool, and I would, like, look at my reflection in the mirror and be like, oh, it's turning blonde. I just see it already. Like, I made myself believe that. Come inside, my hair is orange. Flash forward to, like, a year later where I highlighted my own hair, except I wound up having leopard spots. All because I just couldn't wait to just get my hair done, which if I would have said to my mom, like, take me to get my hair done, she would have. And then after, like, a couple of, like, big fuck-ups with my own hair, my mom's like, listen, we're going to take you to get highlights. <laughs> and, um... Because I don't want to be the mother of the leopard. And that's another thing. Every single time, because if you want to do your hair right and you want to be blonde the right way, you got it. You can't just strip your hair and do it. It's I was always like, I'm not blonde enough. I'm not blonde enough. And I'd want to get my hair, like, redone every, like, two weeks. And um, then I made the lovely snap judgment decision and I cut my hair when I was pretty young. I think I was like mm, 15, 16, Not 16. Quite. No, I think you were a little younger than 15, that. 16. And I, I will be really honest. My hair never grew back the same again. I used to have like waist length natural hair. I have waist length hair now, but it's not natural. And it never, ever grew back the same because I continued to like dye my hair over and over and over again. Um, 
But yeah, it never grew back the same and it never will. When you do a big drastic cut like that, your hair will not go back the same, especially when you do other things um, to it. And that's another thing. I think there are lots of people that have lots of judgment towards people, people that look like me, people that look like my mom, based on the way that we look. People think that because you're blonde and you have boobs, you're automatically a moron. Yeah. And I'm far from it. You know, I was very young when I went to work and was going to school. I was going to school and working at the same time. And I was told, this is very interesting, by an employment agency that there were certain ways I could not work in certain places because I wouldn't be taken seriously. And I was confused. I was like, but why? I'm in college and, you know, I already have a degree and I'm working towards a second degree. And and they were like, well, you know, you're blonde, you have really big boobs and like in the corporate world. And I thought, huh? But it was true. I mean, it's gotten better now, but, you know, this was the 70s and the early, the late 70s, early 80s. And that was the truth. Like they actually thought if you were attractive, you didn't work in certain fields uh-huh. because you would be thought of as, you know, sleazy, stupid, sweaty, stupid, the whole thing. And like I said, there's a lot of people, even I'm sure people that before they listened to this because of the way that I look, you know, I got a lot of fake things going on except for my boobs. Those are real as the day. <laughs> um, people automatically assume that I'm stupid just because I like to look the way that I look and I choose to put, you know, appearance, you know, as a top priority in my life. Um, There's also people that make a judgment based on people that don't necessarily look the way I do. And maybe you think, well, they don't, they don't care about the way that they look. For some people, for some people doing like makeup and stuff like myself, it comes very easy. To some people, they want to do those things. They just don't know how, but then people make the assumption about them. And and of course we, we get the worst assumptions of all. People assume because you're from New York, you're rude. Not everybody from New York is rude. And I I try to explain so vastly about people in New York are busy. They've got places to be. They do not have time for small talk and little things. They are very busy people living very busy lifestyles. And you'll find that... It's a very high pressure situation. It's a very high pressure. You have the stock market in New York. You have the fashion industry in New York. You have advertising in New York. You have big, big businesses in New York that have to run on a dime and on a schedule. Um, Another thing, you know, people assume things about different races. Oh, yes. That's all bad judgment. That's actually terrible judgment. People assume and have judgments about people's religion, about people's ethnicities. Those are all bad snap judgments because I promise you, you are not going to meet everybody from the South that's going to be a moron with no teeth and hay in their mouth. That's a judgment. That's a bad judgment. Oh, Just yeah. like I said, you're judging people in New York and saying they're all rude, they're all stuck up, they think they're better than everybody. Okay. So those are the bad snap judgments that we make. And you have to you have to meet lots of different people to show you that sometimes our judgment's clouded, sometimes it's on the money. But you got to work through it and you got to give it a chance before you really just leave it alone. I agree. And as you guys can tell, it's getting kind of closer to my dog's lunchtime <laughs> because they start barking. That's what it is. My dogs have very sensitive uh, stomachs. That's another thing. People have a lot of judgment towards dogs. People, especially, you know, people always judge like pit bulls or bigger dogs. There's also people that have judged me based on the fact that I've only had small dogs and they think like, oh, you want your dogs to be an accessory. 
No, don't be stupid. And it also is conducive to our lifestyle, and it is conducive to the fact that since we have more than one dog, wrangling three small dogs is a lot easier than wrangling three big dogs. I'm not opposed. I've had bigger dogs. I'm not opposed to rescuing any breed. It's just what comes our way and what needed us the most. And especially, too, because certain types of dogs... You need to kind of know how to deal with them. Yorkies and right. uh, white dogs, like Maltese's and Bichons, I've had both. Um, they come with certain behavioral things and medical things that you need to, like, know and understand. And right. we knew and understood. That's why I got the dogs um, that I got. So, yeah. So, in conclusion, what we're saying is we're all... Wait, I thought of one more thing. What? Let's look at the judgment that we placed right in the coronavirus. We now judged... And right in the beginning, everybody that was Asian, we blamed people that I were Asian. I, I mean, I didn't either because I'm not stupid. But I saw and I heard so many ignorant things. The president, the Asian virus. Yeah, the Chinese virus. Like, okay. you're ignorant. To put any sort of blame of a disease like this on a, on a race or a nationality, disgusting. Don't do that. Don't be anything like Donald Trump. And you want to know something? <laughs> they, shut their, they shut their country down. They did the right thing. They didn't, you know, say, hey, everybody in China, go on over to everywhere else and give everybody this virus. So in conclusion, what we're trying to say is we're all victims of bad judgment. We do have good judgment. We all have snap judgments. We all judge. And I will re reiterate this. We all judge. Everybody, everything, mm -hmm. every day. It's just how you judge and why you judge and the correct way to judge. And that's what we were trying to get across with this podcast. Yeah. So we hope you guys liked it. Um, we have a bunch of new topics coming up. We have a bunch of live streams coming up. I felt like I was going to sneeze. That got frightening for a second. I hate sneezing, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and yeah, I just have allergies. So no one be like, do you have the coronavirus? No, I no don't. Allergies. I haven't left my house and I don't see people. I can't get the virus uh yeah so we will be back probably mm, i'm gonna say thursday with another Maybe sooner. another hot topic and you guys are always here to suggest topics i'm gonna actually go through later and look through some comments and see if anybody recently has suggested because a while back we started doing that where people would um yeah, suggest we like that. topics we like that so if you have a topic something you want us to cover Something you want us and to again, talk about. I just want to remind you, be safe, wear a mask. You're saving your life and someone else's. Wash your hands. Please frequent your local restaurants, restaurant chains. Keep the economy going in the best way you can to keep your favorite restaurants in business. There are precautions you can take. We'll go over them again if you need to. Just do the right thing during this virus so we're not indoors permanently so we can get back to a semi-normal lifestyle. It's working in New York. It's working in California, in parts of California. Where you're not going to the where, beach. Where you're not going to the beach and being ridiculous. New York is really working. And that's why I take it to heart when people get so mad about people in New York. New Yorkers are used to controversy. New Yorkers are used to rising to the occasion and they did it again. Be like New York. Do the right thing. Yeah. Um, also, too, I will link below this podcast three different friends that I have that are all making masks. They're all regularly also small business owners. So if outside of masks you want to support uh, three or four really good small businesses, I'm going to link them down below. And also, too, maybe we will highlight um, a bunch of really great businesses that we've had good experiences with this. Yes, that's up. coming up. So until next time, everybody. Try to not be a bad judger. Have good judgment. 
Use your instincts and try to stay Corona cozy.